0: Hurt tightless
1: slam. He's back. He's going to run. He's in touchdown. Giant Hurts. Hurt. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is AJ Brown again. Another touchdown. Uh, welcome back to the Link lineup. Uh This is episode 21. 21. So. The Jalen
0: Mills episode after he changed his, changed his uniform.
1: i uniform. thinking changed Bobby
0: Taylor. Number. Yeah, a little work
1: too. Or... Sidney Brown. Yeah. Did Ronald Darby have 21?
0: Mm-hmm. I think. I think Jalen changed... Mills changed it after... I think after Darby left. I think. I don't know. Uh it doesn't matter. Uh welcome
1: back. Welcome back. Uh this episode we're gonna talk about the uh the Eagles throwing win over the Washington Commanders um this past Sunday. Um got plenty to talk about, uh especially with the uh the ever exciting trade deadline that just recently happened. Um uh, where hashtag Howie season did not make any more moves. Led to disappointing for some fans I guess including myself but it is what it is this is the team we have for the rest of the year unless we make some kind of signing um later on but uh, this is this is it this is the team we're gonna have for the rest of the year um so get used to it um but eagles win 38 31. uh you know Bryce what are your uh what are your pins your first thoughts uh coming out of this game um
0: uh- it was a good game uh I think washington did uh they did what they were supposed to do um they made the i think Eric Ben maybe definitely made the right calls uh kinda is the same way kind of the same thing that happened last time we played him uh he was able same how was able to get the ball out quickly uh kind of neutralize the pass rush uh of the eagles uh, so that. so our holes in our secondary the they kind of showed a little bit um i wouldn't necessarily say they're holes just because i mean you have some veteran presence like in your secondary but the secondary just didn't play well at all um but our whole defense relies on our pass rush that's what that's what we're built built around um but all in all i think it was a good game by the eagles they adjusted uh The offense looked great. Jalen probably had his best game of the season so far. Uh, AJ's AJ's AJ. AJ's phenomenal. Uh, It was nice to see Devontae Smith got involved. Um, All in all, it was a really good game. I liked it.
1: Yeah, and we'll go more in depth in the defense uh, here shortly. Um, uh, I went to this game um, in person. The stadium is about what everybody says is true. Um, it's, it's a shithole. Parking is a pain. Uh, it's only one way in, one way out. So it took me about an hour and a half to get home. It was only a 20-minute drive uh, normally, but it took me an hour and a half. Um, but, yeah, it was an exciting game. There are some things to be frustrated about uh, coming out of this game, uh, mostly on defense. Uh, there are some offensive things that you know we can share our frustrations about. But overall, uh I don't consider it a seven point game, like a one possession win, because at the end of the day, we were we were up fourteen. Um but you know, defense played super soft and just let them go down go downfield. But at the same time, you could also say that we didn't have to score that touchdown um on the uh third of the brotherly shove sweep, I guess you want to call it. Um But let's talk let's talk uh, defense first, because I feel like defense is the uh, the part of the show that we're gonna spend the most time on. Um, I don't think it was the secondary that was the issue. Um, I think it was more the middle field uh, with the linebackers, um, mainly. N'Kobe Dean, uh, Zach Cunningham had pretty decent uh, pass coverage, but uh, whenever whenever they were like in a zone, uh, it seemed like they were always in the wrong spot, and it was just like it was barbecue chicken in the middle of the field. Um, and so I feel like towards the second half they put Nicholas Morrow in uh, more, and it wasn't as bad. <clears throat> Um now the secondary is gonna have its issues just because we still haven't had a game where uh like back to back games where the same secondary has lined up um together. Um there's always been some injury here, some injury there, some new signing here. Um now it's a trade. Um but now uh I don't know if anybody's seen it um on the broadcast or if you've read about it, but they did a lot of rotating between Sidney Brown and Eli Ricks in the slot. And while that's cool, I guess, um, it does make it a little more difficult to gain chemistry uh, within your secondary um, just because, you know, it's just rotating pieces. Um, But like you said, uh, somehow was and the commanders kind of neutralized the uh, Eagles pass rush by getting it out quick. Uh, What was very frustrating to watch, however, was it seemed like the Eagles cornerbacks were still like five yards off the ball, like eight yards off the ball. And so everything was open. Like they wanted to get out, like like a two, like three step drop and throw it. He looked like fucking Joe Montana out there, just mm-hmm. hitting his back foot and then just letting it fly. Um, so it was frustrating to watch. I do feel like the Eagles did kind of pick it up in the uh, the second half, um, and on defense. Uh, and then they took away a sack from Hassan Reddick, which was sad uh, because um, uh, tell you something, that intentional grounding should those should be sacks. Um, especially if the quarterback's just throwing it up in the air um, out on his way down. It should be a sack every time, especially if you call the fl- the flag. Um, but he did have the strip sack at the end. Yep. But um, close to close the game out. Didn't really uh, ease our, you know, our sweat. Uh, I guess when I caught, we were, we were still nervous because of course the defense let him score. But, um, but yeah, uh, defense just uh, had a shaky game. Uh, which is weird coming off of the, the performance they had against the Dolphins. Uh, but division games are always weird. Uh, you always play your division opponent tough, it seems like. Um, it's always either going to be a blowout or a close game. That's that's how it's going to be. This one was a close game. Banners always plays close for some reason. Uh, but yeah, that's my take on the defense. Bryce, got anything you want to
0: add? Uh, no. Um, I'm curious to see what uh actually happened to Jalen Carter. Uh it looked like he may have just strained his back a little bit on one of his tackles, but uh read a report saying he feels a lot better the day after the game and uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see when uh if he's able to go against uh Dallas.
1: Yeah and we'll need him. We need him we also need Jordan Davis to kinda rest up a little bit cause, um watching him run, run off the field and run back on the field you could definitely tell. He was hurting. He he could barely like he could, he could barely do it without limping. Um, so I applaud him for playing the snaps he did play. Um, because it looked like he definitely was hurt. Um, and uh, but yeah, um, defense they'll get better. Uh, I believe in trying to say, um, Kevin Byard still new. Um, once he figures it out, I think he'll be super solid piece. Reed had a terrible game, uh, except for that pick. Um, which reed did acknowledge it and then yeah. at the at the press conferences. Uh, whenever they went to the locker room and stuff. He he was hard on stuff and you know, that's good. It's good that players are taking accountability. Same with Sidney Brown. Uh, even though he said he sucked early on and figured out figured out as the game went. And, you know, that's cool too because um he hasn't played much and he's getting his opportunities. Played a big hit on Terry McLaurin, uh, which got the crowd uh definitely riled up. Um at that point in the game. Uh, but yeah, defense will figure it out. Uh they made Sam Howell play like Joe Montana. And that's okay. We'll they'll mm-hmm.
0: figure it out. Um casualty fucking hell anyways. They tried to everybody yesterday.
1: Yeah. The so. uh the Eagles ruined the uh, commanders. So <laughs> they went on they went from team with you know seventh seventh seed playoff hopes to uh, uh tanking. So you know. mm-hmm. uh didn't think they would trade both uh, Montez Sweat and Chase Young, but um, they traded both of them.
0: It's good to get them out of the division.
1: <laughs> yep, but we'd see Chase Young one more time, possibly two yep. more times. Um, and, you know, on the drive home uh, from, from Maryland, I thought to myself, has there ever been a player that's played a team four times in one year? Um, figured that might be unheard of. Um, but yeah, move on to offense, um, I think the biggest frustration – I come from this game. It comes from one player and one player only. That would be Ken. Ken, uh, Ken Gamewell has been the topic of frustrations for the majority of the year. Um, I don't have his stats pulled up, but I can tell you by heart that he's only had one game where he's averaged, he's averaged over five yards per carry, and that's the game he had two carries, for like, 18 or 16 yards. So I can't remember, but the rest of them, like, 3.1, 3.2, 2.8, 2.6. Not good. And then he fumbled the ball in the red zone. Um, To put in perspective, the Eagles fumbled the ball twice in the red zone—not just only in the red zone, but within the in the five yard line. Um, And then the brotherly the brotherly shove—I was already celebrating whenever the ball got snapped. I thought we got it. And then all of a sudden, the Commanders players are are celebrating. I'm like, ah, well, you know, the ball probably already got over the you know the the end zone and. That didn't happen. Um, I think it was just
0: the exchange, the handoff never got actually
1: to Jalen. Yeah. Um. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, they probably smacked the ball as it got as it got snapped. Uh, because weren't they the team that had the hand underneath the ball, or was that Mm -hmm. the Jets? They did. Yeah.
0: So. Duron Payne had his hands up underneath the ball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can only imagine what the uh, what they were doing. Um. During that uh, that pre-snap, uh, but you know Kent gamewell they had to get him off the field. Um, he's a he's a solid player, but he's not somebody you give the ball to in like crucial situations, um, mm-hmm. especially with the Swift back there. And I know you don't want to like run him into the ground, but we have Boston Scott, we have Rashad Penny. I know Rashad Penny is a shell of of, of his former self as we've seen, um, in the preseason and I guess during the Vikings game. But I mean, he's a big dude, and you know we we need a power back. as Some people are saying, but you know he fits that mold. So why not just why not just make Kenneth Gainwell inactive
0: for a couple of games? And that's what I was just thinking.
1: Just let let Boston Rashad and DeAndre kind of you know run the show for a little bit because you know I don't know if you saw it, but Kenneth Gainwell or was uh, messaging the dudes on Instagram on, at halftime. What
0: the fuck you doing, pal? Yeah do so you really care.
1: Yeah. It's, fucking, it's not hard not to fumble the ball. I mean, just take care of it. Just two hands on that motherfucker when you feel contact. But, mm-hmm. Um, He was asked. Um, but I got the question I have for you and for anybody that's listening is do you think it's a, it's a two part question? Do you think that the Eagles offense is truly just AJ Brown? And part B to that question is is that a problem if the answer is
0: yes? um. No, I don't. I don't think so. But at the same time, you have AJ on this like historic run right now. Uh, it's kind of hard to shy away from him because he's making plays. You know what I mean? I mean, he's gaining trust. I mean, if not, I mean, him and Jalen are already they're good friends. I mean, so if I'm Jalen and I see this guy just always open, um. <laughs> I'm, he's going to get the ball, you know what I mean? I mean, he's just – he's hes on this historic run. Nobody in the league history has ever done what he's been doing. Um, he's hes doing it in big-time spots, too, where they absolutely need him. So it's not like they're just force-feeding him the ball every time. Uh, but at the same time, its it's kind of hard to go away from something if it's working. You know what I
1: mean? Um, to answer that question. At least to
0: answer my own question. I
1: don't think so. I mean, we saw De- Devontae have 99 yards and a touchdown. Dallas Goddard was involved. Uh, you know, some of the stuff was just like where he kind of leaked out. Um, it was designed though. Um, just kind of get easy catches. Um, for him. But I mean, it's not. He just. He just like the uh. It's like the cream of the crop, I guess, on this this offense. That's in my opinion right now is humming. Um, but uh, you know, I don't think it's a problem. I think eventually teams will start dedicating more, um, you know, resources towards AJ and everybody else will get open because uh, they don't suck. No, yeah, don't do so. Um, it's only a matter of time before everybody gets theirs, but I do hope this run for AJ continues. Um, I don't know. Quez sucks. Of, um, Quez does suck, Um, and <laughs> I hope he doesn't see the field again. But unfortunately, I here's how I think the pecking order is going to be. I think it's going to be AJ, Devontae. 3A and 3B will be Julio and Quez, depending on, I guess, like the matchups. And then the odd man out will be Alameda Esquiz, it makes me sad because I feel like has done some good, but he hasn't been super productive. So he's a likable guy, but I don't think he's done enough while Quez has been out. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Julio, what a great catch. What a great catch. And then just seeing the, the team just kind of rally to him after he caught the ball and just celebrate with him was awesome. It just shows what the uh, the culture's like in the locker room. It's definitely like a winning culture. Um, and you know, speaking of great catches, you can't go without talking about the AJ catch, um, in the corner of the end zone. Uh, beautiful to see live, which was on my side of the field. But I saw it look beautiful. Uh, couldn't believe it happened. I, you no, know, I thought that maybe didn't complete the catch for a little bit. Um, because you know, you always have that that kind of sinking feeling in your stomach whenever something good happens. Um, he did catch it. He caught it, and then last but not least, he had a great catch on Manuel Forbes for touchdown. I don't know why they put him out there. I don't know why they put him on AJ.
0: Death taxes and AJ catching a touchdown over Manuel Forbes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was funny because I saw a lot of Manuel Forbes jerseys
0: for one. Really? So for yeah, for one. Um, I bet they I, bought them some bitches before the season started. <laughs> uh,
1: that's what I want to say. Is like if. It's cool. You know, I understand buying it before the season starts because, like, I, you know, you want a Jalen Carr jersey before it started. But if I buy the jersey and he's an ass, and he already got bent, I'm not wearing that. I'll, yeah. I'll wear it. I'll wear a T-shirt um, before I wear that. Uh, but, you know, this offense is figuring out. I like where they're headed. I don't think that the offense will be an issue going forward, and I don't think the defense is going to be an issue going forward. I feel like the defense will figure itself out. The only thing that we really have to worry about keeping on is is Jalen's knee. Uh, I was watching uh, an all twenty two uh, from Johnny Page, and I don't know if you saw it, but there's a drop back at some point where he like his knee buckled and he like he like stumbled. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, I and missed the, that one. I'll, I'll send it to you after. Um, but he dropped back and as he's like trying to plant his uh, his back foot, he like kind of stumbled and then caught himself and then with the pass to AJ still, but. Um it was on the AJ pass where like he caught it and he got tackled with a two yard line. Um uh, and then we fumbled the ball, I think. Uh but yeah, offense did good, defense did not do good, but that's okay. Um that's okay. Um anything else I want to talk about before we uh, we wrap this bad boy up.
0: Um, but see, like you know, it's what is weird about Jalen's knee is the biggest thing that scares me, if this happened towards the end of the year. I would feel a lot better about it. But we still have so much of the season left is what's is what's scaring me. Cause all it all it really takes with that bone bruise is and cause you're already walking like gingerly on it. You're already you're aware of it that it's there. All it takes is like one hit to the side of his leg or something like that, to his knee. And that that knee bruise could turn into something even worse. Right. Uh and it there's a long season left and that's what that's what makes me nervous about
1: it. And I'm gonna see the the video right now. Um it is a long season, but you just gotta hope that obviously everybody's saying get to the bye. But at the same time, um the buy is not the end all be all for fixes, for uh, injuries and stuff. It is just one week. Granted you can rest for the whole week. He'll feel better coming out of the bye, but you can't guarantee that he will um be he's not gonna be hundred percent whenever we come out of the bye. Uh, I feel like that's what some people think and um it just it's just not gonna happen. But um he played great. Um and he if he can if he can scramble like a little bit, um whenever, you know, the, the play breaks down and he can deliver in the pocket like he was this game. Uh this is a great sign for the future for whenever he gets older and his legs don't work like they should and then you know, it just shows that he can win wherever. Whatever he has to do, he can win. And um I just need him to clean up his turnovers. That's all I need him to do. Um, once he cleans those up. I think I think he can go back in the conversation of like top three quarterbacks. Uh so far this year, just you now he has the same amount of turnovers or interceptions as uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, I believe. It's crazy yeah. to think about. Um but you know, I love Jalen. Uh, even though sometimes I hate him. Uh I think he's a little robotic and it pisses me off because so I wish he'd just give us like clear answers in the press conferences. Um and then of course you see him giggle like a like a toddler whenever he's with <laughs> Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I think this he, yeah. he
0: told he told Jalen Waddle not spiking that ass dog.
1: <laughs> you want not hear that in the press conference. Nope.
0: <laughs> um but you know Eagle,
1: the Eagles team is seven one. They're the best the best record in the NFL, um, and then we're going into uh, we're currently in Dallas week.
0: Do you uh, do you still believe like with everything that's going on in in the league, the trades and everything else, that they're still the clear number one team in the league?
1: I think so. I don't think I don't think they have any flaws right now. I know secondary might be an issue for some. Uh, the only person I really have an issue with right now is James Bradbury, um, and that's in the secondary because. Um, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's he just kind of looks like a like a like a step slower. And then I know a lot of people are like on Darius Slay. Darius Slay hasn't played bad. It just seems like he's always near the big play. And it's like, where are you? Like, where are you? what are you doing? Yeah. But I don't, I don't see any. I don't see any weaknesses really.
0: Would it be Would it be kind of blown out of proportion to say that James or Darius? Probably James won't be back next year. I don't think it either won't be back.
1: I don't know how the contract thing is, but
0: um, well, they they're both owed a lot of money next year. Well,
1: oh, then they're both gonna be back next year. Man, we're we're fucked. So yeah. Um, but if I had to guess, if they had to get rid of one person, um, I think it'd be, I don't know, I think it'd be hard to get rid of, of, of Slay.
0: Yeah, Slay's kind of planted himself within like the organization and like within the city. So.
1: Yeah. The only problem is I don't know if they'll hold on to him a little too long. Like, you know, just kind of let him be here. Cause what is he? 33 now? I think he's, he's 32 or 33. Um, and then, you know, next year, if he is 33, that's 34 years old. He's 32. He's, he turns 33 on the 1st of January. Um, we'll be playing football then so oh damn i forgot yeah be 33 by then this year i mean you know if he he keeps on working out and he stays in shape and you know he can he can hang out a little bit longer than than some can because he i mean he's still an elite cornerback i think um but i do feel i do i feel better about the future seeing eli ricks kind of step up and get playing time um not saying, he's, Jordan. not saying he's great or anything, but it's nice seeing him step up and, and play and play meaningful snaps. Um whereas yeah. Josh Josh Job completely fell out of um you know
0: any kind of contention, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I believe Darius Lee got hurt um in that game, and then instead of Josh Job being out there, uh, they put Eli Ricks out there instead. Um so we'll see what happens.
0: Um I'd like to see, uh, I don't know. It's kind of, Keeley is the one that's kind of the question mark, the mystery to me. I don't know if he just sucked or he's just like other players have kind of stepped up to the point that he's kind of just being left behind. Well,
1: oh, he's doing, he's doing a special theme- thing. Yeah. That's why he's not inactive. So he's getting consistent time there, which is good. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I, I definitely think he'll be he'll be able to play either next year or the next. I'm just going to develop him, and hopefully with Darius Slay there, uh, we'll help him out. But we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so anything else you want to talk
0: about before we wrap this up? Mm, um, since we were on the topic of the future, uh, kind of curious on what the route's going to be like in the draft with like the cornerback situation. But it's also to the point where, like, you know what this team does every time and what they build their teams on. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they go on the D line again, or even the offensive line with Lane talking like he only wants two to three more years, and then you got Jason Kelsey. You know it's gonna be, and and Fletcher like Fletcher's that. Him retiring, but I think they have they've kind of submitted theirself with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter as like the future nose tackles, but you know that doesn't and hurt. Bill and
1: Milton Williams as the interior lineman. So
0: yeah,
1: Um biggest issues. We're I mean, talking about the future. The biggest issues are definitely cornerback, uh lanes replacement, and there's one more. I'm thinking maybe linebacker, because um, I feel like Sidney Brown will eventually be safety. Uh, Alongside Reed, whether it's next year or the next, Uh, I feel like Reed's going to be here for a while. Like we said, cornerback—we're getting old, but we do have younger players. Just it's yet to be seen if they develop or not. Defensive uh, line—I mean, you could put D. End as like another uh, spot for the future because we only have two defensive ends that are actually playing.
0: It's real top heavy.
1: Producing. Um, Nolan Smith hasn't done anything yet.
0: Um, he needs but, more snaps, though, man. Because yeah. the, snap to, the snaps that he has, he's looked good. I mean,
1: yeah, that's what I was want to say. Is he's he's only got four snaps last game, I believe. So, um, you want to see him get out there and get his feet away a little bit more, um, instead of running, you know, Hassan Reddick and Josh into the ground.
0: There's no uh, fucking way Derek Barnett's here next year, anyway. So, I mean,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he, if somehow some way he gets cut, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but
0: wonder if there's any like veteran edge rushers out there that would, could probably take his spot? Um, I don't know we'll JPP, know. like he said, is out there still.
1: Yeah, he is, but I don't. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to do yeah, anything.
0: I, I don't know. I, if we said that last year. That I mean, like right in the middle of the season, they bring guys in, but and those two things hit. They worked out, but uh, I think edge rusher is a little bit more. I don't know. It's a little bit – interior is probably a little bit deeper than edge rusher is out on the market.
1: Yeah. um, The last thing I'll say is I feel like – I know I mentioned Lane's placement. Does Tyler Steen have, like, right tackle? Was he – He might have
0: played left tackle.
1: Well, I know Jordan Malata can play right tackle. Yeah. Um, I want to see more Tyler Steen. I know we won't be able to unless an injury happens. 'Cause he he played six snaps uh, second quarter and he was he was boxing people out there. He was he was throwing fists. Uh, yeah. he did he did pretty good.
0: He did pretty good. So um Well yeah, here's some of the edge rushers that you got. Uh Robert Quinn, but I'm sure he's in jail. <laughs> uh Melvin Ingram, he's thirty four. It says your Clown, he's on here, but no, he plays for the Ravens. Carlos Dunlap, it just is he's still around.
1: Yeah. How many options? No. There might be a, a practice squad guy somewhere that we just pick up and take some snaps, but we just don't, we just need more players to be able to take some snaps away from, uh, Joshua and Hassan Reddick, just so they can get a breather. But yeah. cause Derek Barnett's just a, a guy out there just running around. Uh, but that, that, uh, that pretty much wraps up this show. Uh, you know, it is Dallas week, so I'll be excited to talk Cowboys Eagles um, next episode. Uh, big one, it's a big one. If the Eagles win; they get a nice little cushion um, in the NFC in the NFC East. Um, and they need that cushion with the Cowboys' next couple games coming up. They have the Commanders, Panthers, and Giants. But they also get a hard schedule after that as well. So, you know. You know, we've you know we made a big deal about our our schedule coming up. Um, but, you know, Cowboys do have a tough schedule as well. And then the 49ers could lose to anybody at this rate. But maybe we stop talking about the 49ers and we start talking about the Seahawks uh, challenging us for the one seed. Uh, even though I just don't believe in Gina. But um, it's Dallas week. Uh, get ready for a big game on Sunday. I'm excited. Most people are excited for this game we'll talk about it like Friday yeah it's a good day to be Eagles fan you know, top of the NFL um and uh hopefully this year we uh, we finish this one off but um yeah, as always uh if you are listening on Spotify podcast wherever you listen to your podcast at uh, leave us leave us a review comment on it tell us what you like about the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, like, comment, subscribe. You know what to do with uh, that. Follow us on all socials at Link Lineup. And as always, go birds. Go birds.